Take me a shot on them. But let's take me a shot. All right, let's rock. What's up, Facebook? What's up, viewers? We're coming to y'all live today. First time ever. Dope discussions go live. We are live in the building. Yep. <laughs> hey, you know, first before I say anything else, let me say, look, everybody, I apologize for looking so ruggedly handsome today. Uh, I'm gonna get this thing <laughs> clipped up and out of control. I'm trying to, I'm trying to contribute to the whole quarantine feel, you know, like that Tom Hanks castaway type feel. Like, oh look, I'm on an island by myself. Lord, I need, I need assistance. I need a ball, but please come get me. But uh, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna cut this up. So actually, the real reasons because I ain't had no my my clippers broke, so I gotta go get some more clippers. <laughs> once everybody, once once like everybody said, once outside open up again, <laughs> right, right. The the barbers, the hair salons, and the oh, restaurants for gonna make sure. money. <laughs> that that's where them stimulus checks gonna be going for real, for real. And, and y'all ladies, did. don't do it, ladies. Don't, don't do go, it just because you know what's gonna happen. Oh, they gonna have the bundles on sale too. Oh Lord! <laughs> oh, they, everything gonna be on. You know, it's gonna be the stimulus. This the stimulus oh, yeah. sale. Oh yeah, this buy two be... bundles, get two free. <laughs> For real, <laughs> they gonna be sitting there. I, I guarantee you, half the stimulus is gonna be going to to hair. <laughs> yes, <laughs> gonna be on the hair products <laughs> and hey, nails. Hey, I got Nakisa here. Let me get Nakisa in. All right. Hello. Hey, Nakisa. Uh, hey. How are you doing? Hi. Good. How are you doing? Hi. Good. Welcome on. We just we went on and got started because I know how Facebook be tripping. If you don't start on time, they'll kick you out. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was I was um, trying to log on my Mac, but now I'm having an issue with my camera or my video, so I couldn't get it to work. So I'm just gonna use my phone. Okay. Awesome. Well, you look good and you sound good. Thank you. Yes, well, yes, welcome yes. To, welcome to Dope Discussions. Meet Gator. And Hi. I'm Erica. Hi. <laughs> and What's is, going is, on? Is, is Javon going to be joining us today? Is he running late? He having um, technical I issues? Actually, I, haven't, um, I haven't spoke with him today, so I'm okay. not sure. Okay. Well, list uh, viewers, I'm so used to saying listening audience because we do the podcast. <laughs> this is our first time actually doing a live video. But vi viewers, um, meet Miss Nakisa Green from the Relationship Hotspot. She is joining Dope Discussions today. We're going to be talking about some hot topics. Um, we might... We might step on some toes. We might hurt mm. some feelings, but it's all right. Mm. It's all love. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'm gonna watch them. Watch them toes. Yeah. <laughs> if y'all see uh, going across the screen, our first topic we're gonna be talking about, and this was something personal to me. It's something that I want to know, so I want to get male perspectives on it. Coming from a woman who is single now in her forties, dating. I've made a decision to not have sex, you know, until I find my husband. And that's something very hard and something very rare to find. Mm -hmm. 
So I wanted to explore that topic and, and figure out why at this age and stage in life is it so difficult to find a partner who is okay with waiting um, to have sex until marriage. And since we have a gentleman here, <laughs> I will start with you and let you tell us why you think so many men are not really down with that. Because that's what I've been hearing. I, most the, the thing I've heard the most is good luck with that. <laughs> you know what? I'll second that. Good luck with that. However, you know. No, the, the reason why I think it is, is sometimes stuff is just really black and white. You know, men have a tendency to just be, you know, some hornballs, <laughs> you know, to be honest with you. Um, a lot of times, you know, we get pressure from other guys like, you know, losing your virginity is a big deal with men. If you ain't lost your virginity, then it's a problem, you know. Mm -hmm. And they look at it as like a machismo thing almost. So, you know, I'm gonna wait till I get married to no, 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 man. Because what, what, then I'm gonna get clowned by the rest of my fellas, you know, people go because oh, that's the hey, yo, we talking <laughs> about we talking about grown men in their 40s. We ain't talking about no teenagers no more. I'm but, talking about but, grown men who should have had as much sex as they need to have. <laughs> Right, but here's the thing that attitude, even though that's something that may be seen as immature, that's where it starts. Mm -hmm. But as you get older, then it just becomes a thing. Like it literally becomes a scenario where, you know, well, you know, if y'all not having sex, then that's a problem. You know, um, the other thing too is that a lot of times guys have a tendency to um, to want to experience that because we are, unfortunately, we are driven a lot by the physical side of a relationship. You know, now I'm not saying that that's not something that we, that, I mean, I'm not saying that's right because in all honesty, I think guys really should really respect themselves enough to consider, wait, you know what? I met this person. Let me, you know, fall in love with them before I give my body you know, to them outside of marriage. But that's unfortunately not what a lot of guys think. Well, viewers, we just got our other our other guests in. Welcome, Javon. What up, what up? Hello, hello. How you doing, Gator? How you doing, Nikita? How you doing and today? Erica, how are you doing? <laughs> doing good. Have y'all had a happy Easter so far? Yes. Yes, I mean he did get up, so that makes Good. it a great Easter. Yeah, great. Yep. Yeah, up and I cook. Well, well, before we, <laughs> oh, what did you cook, Nikisa? Well, I made some cabbage with some turkey, Ugh. turkey legs. Um, mm. I made some sweet potatoes, macaroni and cheese, cornbread, and some chicken. Mm. Slap my <laughs> mama, girl. <laughs> 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 yes, I was like, you I did it up. For this. I gotta stay well for this show tonight. <laughs> I, <gotta> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I know eating all that'll put you straight to sleep. <laughs> well, viewers, I want y'all to I want y'all to 
get a good introduction of our special guests. We're welcoming them to the Dope Discussion space. We got Miss Nakisa Green there, and we got Javon, and they are from the Relationship Hotspot. So I want y'all to kind of uh, introduce yourself to our viewers, tell them what y'all do, tell them where they can find y'all and how to follow y'all. All right, Nakisa first. <laughs> I know he was going to do that. <laughs> well, my, my name is Nikisa Green. Um, I am originally from Chicago, but I'm living in Texas, been here um, about three years now. Um, I have a podcast with Javon. Um, it's called Relationship Hotspot. You can find us at Relationship Hotspot on social media. And um, what else? Um, I am a divorced parent. Um, I have a set of triplets. They are grown now. And I have a teenage daughter. Um, I am writing a book about that whole scenario. Um, I also will be having a relationship book coming out, just sharing my own personal experiences of the dating world, especially, you know, now that I'm over 40. Um, I do have a podcast by myself called Rela Reflections After 40. Um, and so mm -hmm. that just me reflecting on things I've been through in my life and just sharing it with viewers. And hopefully they can learn through my own experience things i've been through and you know maybe that'll help them along the way on their journey as well i love it you sound like me girl and actually <laughs> when i watch one of y'all videos on um on youtube mm -hmm. You when you and um Javon were going back and forth, I forgot what the topic was. I was like, Yeah, girl, tell him. Yes. I was like, she that's her, she me. <laughs> she was saying exactly what I would have said. Yes. <laughs> mm. And and All I'm right, gonna guess Javon. I'm gonna go ahead and say that y'all were both wrong. Whatever the topic was, <laughs> y'all was both wrong. Oh, and I'm not afraid. Oh, she to was right it. on the bucket. <laughs> uh, but Erica, thank you so much for having us. I'm Javon. Yeah. I am the other side of the relationship hotspot. Uh, and you can find it wherever she told you to go find it. She does all the propers. That's why I let her go first. Uh, you can find me at Javon's show. And that's on all social media. Also have another show that comes on daily at noon at Javon's show. And you can find it at JavonShow.com. So, you know, just type in Javon's show in any type of social media. And that's where I'll be at. I am the one that's always right on the show and it's hard, <laughs> it's hard being white. But what she failed to mention was that we have another live show coming on on this Thursday at 8 p.m. So please go to Relationship Hotspot on um, our Instagram or on our social media, what is it, Facebook, and be part of the live discussion at eight o'clock on Thursday and see why it's so hard being so white. And the other part, <laughs> if I may just throw this in, the reason why our show works is because it's a relationship show from people who once dated. So before Nikita ghosted me the second time, we had talked about uh, maybe possibly <laughs> doing the show together and we decided to go ahead and, and make it work. So, you know, it's relationship advice and it's thoughts from people who kind of know each other a little bit. Um, because of the dating situation and it you know sometimes it just doesn't work but you can make real good co-host partners and you never know erica gator there's hope maybe erica and gator gator and erica erica and gator, <laughs> gator and <laughs> Are we doing the wrong thing? Always. He came here. He came here to start stuff. Yes, always erica stuff. and gator gator and Erica. <laughs> I mean, we got to think about. We got the, the dating music playing in the background. Gator, <laughs> the 
funny thing about me and Gator is that we've never laid eyes on each other in person. Wow. Mm -hmm. nice. Yes, we <laughs> met over what was it Facebook? Yeah, it was Facebook. I mean, we from the same city, same time. Wow. You know? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. He I live in Louisiana, he lives in Georgia. You ain't telling me nothing that's gonna get in the way of this. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> mm. That's my boy right there. That's my brother. Yeah. <laughs> Let me keep saying I help y'all out. What's been the issue? He know a little too much about my stuff, and I know too much about his stuff. <laughs> So mm. they go work. So we be like, oh, nah, nah, nah. I'll help you out, sis. Don't worry about it. Uh, Gator, 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 something like Drake. He liked them bad girls. Hey, you know, uh. what? I wouldn't say bad. Uh, you know, but uh -huh. I do need to reset my parameters as far as. <laughs> you know. All right. Well, back to the topic, viewers. So we were talking about. And well, I was making my point about at this point in my life, now that I'm dating, it's very hard to find a partner who's also um, in alignment with waiting to have sex until marriage. And so Gator was giving us his little spiel, you know, about hey, the truth, though. It is, <laughs> you know, I mean, a lot of times men really just don't want to wait because you know they 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 all their life they've been told being a virgin is wrong you know wait till marriage is you know something that they shouldn't do you know they want to test the waters you know it's a machismo thing so you meet a girl it's like hey oh you're not giving it up hmm let me think about this and next thing you know you know oh i accidentally lost her number i didn't mean to but it just kind of happened you know so is it a is it a test drive thing you want to know you know, if the car run good and everything, everything, look at what's under the hood before you buy it. Uh, Yeah, you definitely want to know that, too, you know, um, because sexual compatibility, when you get to a certain age, you know, it, it still means something. You know, when you're younger, you just, oh, it's sex, it's sex, it's sex. But as you get older, that compatibility does mean a lot. You know, if you are one of those people that's in the peak of your sexual prowess and you get somebody who can't even last, quote unquote, then that may be an issue. You know, it might be something. I mean, there's all kind of pills and all kind of stuff out there now, but that's something that is a discussion that you need to have before you decide to, oh, I'm going to get married. And oh, so now we got to we got to do pills. That's what we doing. Oh, OK. <laughs> you know, I mean, and it sounds. Javon, it sounds, <laughs> I, Javon it is you gonna crazy. say something different? I'm gonna say something a little bit on the same lines. I think that sometimes we just too old and we just too grown to be having to deal with something that's just too wrong. So I believe that once you kind of get to know each other and you kind of see that the mental attraction is compatible and that the emotional attraction is compatible you got to make sure that you look somebody that number one um can please you and number two that you can please them because we can't all work with each other you know you may be great with susan but be terrible with, with barbara 
And all because you've been great for 40 years. And let's say, yeah, okay, let's not say 40. You can be 40 years old. Let's say you've been great for the last 25 years with everybody you've been with. And you finally find that one that you think is, oh, she makes your toes curl when you see her. But you can't get any type of bendation. I said it. I made up a word. Um, physically with each other. <laughs> You've got to be able to know if that's something that you can work with for these next 40 years of your life. For some people, that answer is no. And it's good to know that ahead of time rather than um, finding out after you walk down the aisle. Now, if you want to know somebody that's going to probably think something totally different, you should probably talk to Nikisa. <laughs> Bring on the keys because I need to hear some sense. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that, that, that sometimes that backfires though. So, like um, as a as a Christian woman, um, I dated someone. We were dating to marriage. We were um, taking counseling classes, like the premarital counseling classes at our church, and we you know, decided to go ahead and let's see, taste the, test, test the waters. And it, it kind of backfired because it wasn't great. And I kind of mm-hmm. felt like had you just married me, I would have just been stuck with you for life. But now <laughs> on top of the other issues that we're having, <laughs> we added that aspect to it. And now it's like, I don't think I want to marry you know, so mm. I will say that even though it is a small percentage of Christian men or men in general that don't believe and wait until marriage, that they are there are some men that still will, you know, wait. They, they, they are. Yeah. It's not a lot, but they are. Right. But did it really backfire? Because <laughs> at the end of the day, it you're like, because- you know, at the end of the day, you were like, okay, well. Hey, you know, we would not have been compatible if we would have, you know, walked down the aisle. I would have been miserable, and, you know. So in a way, it did backfire. It actually kind of proved the point that okay, if I don't do this before I get married, and I end up getting married to somebody, and you know, all of a sudden we're not physically compatible. We don't like it. Like you say, it wasn't good. Then you got another <laughs> 10, 15 years to have to deal with that, or. You go sit there and say, you know, I want a divorce. So, you know, I, maybe that's I, feel like you can make it, I feel like that you can make it, that you can make it work. Like, you know, yeah. there are other mm-hmm. relationships that's been together for a long time where, you know, they may not have been compatible, but then they did extra things or, you know. So I feel, I don't feel like that it was like life threatening. Whereas if, if we would have got married without doing it, I would have been like, oh my God, I'm so miserable. I think I just would have had found, had to find other ways to teach him how to, you know, please you, make it, yeah, make it pleasurable for both of us. Right, right. Depending on my how thing old is this. <laughs> I had a debate yesterday because I posted this question yesterday in a group to get a lot of feedback on it. And my thing is, so many people feel like sex is like this mystical, magical thing that. <laughs> either you have this or you don't have it like when the first time you have sex with somebody do you really know what they like do they really know what you like or do you have to get to know each other to figure that stuff out so why is it that 
if you have sex with somebody for the first time, you automatically think y'all are not compatible. Mm -hmm. Whereas you didn't take enough, enough time to get to know each other. That stuff can be worked out. That stuff can be worked on, especially if everything else is in alignment and all that you have is the sex. You could definitely work that out and, and, and learn how to please each other. I agree. I think the other part of it was that there was other things that wasn't in line. And I think it was all about um, the stubbornness and maybe pride. Um, he wasn't mm -hmm. open to learning how to customize, you know, what he was doing to please me. Mm -hmm. And I you know, we, and I tried to have several talks with him about it, but he was just stuck on, you know, I, this is not my first time. I know what I'm doing, you know. So, I mean, he was older. Um, <laughs> so, he, you know, he felt like he was the expert. So it was like, you know, how do you, on, on top of that, and then there's other issues like, mm, I'd rather not. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Now, I want one of the men to address that issue that she just brought up. I give it to you on that one. <laughs> I just, I just want to make sure that it's known that Nikita is agreeing with us in this whole situation. If, yeah, if yeah. you really look at it, yeah. because there's no reason to why she should have to be with someone, and it be so bad compatibility compatibility wise sexually. And they not be willing to take advice and learn. You want to know that ahead of time. And waiting until marriage and finding out that the person, number one, is bad or, or not compatible with you and unwilling to learn how to be compatible with you, you get that out the way early so that you don't have to, again, deal with the next 40 years of a stubborn stub mm -hmm. of a man. Or, <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> or be or be or a woman that just maybe I don't know lays there like a sheet on a rock. You do. Did I just mm -hmm. make that sound good? So what I'm saying <laughs> is is that it sounds like what we're all saying, at least Gator Nikisa and Javon, that we're no. all saying that yes, you do need to get this out the way. You're early. not trying yeah. to pull him up <laughs> no. in there. No, she went there. You knock out one or two of them. You see if it's there. And the question is, how how long? Do you have to wait until you find out that it's not compatible? You give two or three good shots, and mm -hmm. if it ain't working, then you say, guess what? I don't know if this is something I can hang with, or, you know what? It's bad, but I love you enough to deal with it, right. so at least I know what I'm getting myself into now. Right. Am I wrong about it, Nikisa? No, I disagree. I didn't think no. I was. <laughs> she she said know. she disagree. I disagree. <laughs> You don't get to test the waters to try to see, you know, how it's going to be or whatever. I think it, it goes back to the to the point of when you are becoming one with somebody, that there are compromises that you have to make. And so the compromise is, is that I'm doing what I can to please you. You're doing what you can to please me. And we are becoming as one. That can be done by having conversation. And you can understand that about a person as well without having to physically get in get involved or, or you know get physical with a person like you don't have to get in bed with somebody to find out if you guys are going to be compatible especially if if that person knows you and he and he wants to please you in any way possible i think that's the other reason is you have to be open and if you're not open and that's a whole nother set of, of issues which is the reason why it wasn't just because that was the only reason it was because of other things too but it was you know about him being prideful stubborn and not open 
But you found out about that because of the fact that you got into the sexual um, endeavor with the person. Am I, am, isn't that what you said? That you found out after you all did that the person wasn't compatible and wasn't willing to change? You had to actually go into the kitchen and start cooking before you realized that the food was going to be nasty. <laughs> That is what you said. Oh, what does no, the no, word no, no, no. say? Oh, taste and see. Exactly. But y'all can't use that be, to 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 bring to bring make y'all's point because now she knows from that experience that a conversation could have been had before they even went to the sexual part. No, and that's, that's what I was telling someone say. yesterday that. That's, but I was telling someone yesterday that so many people have a misconception. They think that if you're waiting till marriage to have sex, that means you've never even talked about it. You've never had any conversations about sex. That is not true. That that would be silly to yeah. never oh, have any kind of conversation. Right. Yeah. You can find out if you're sexually compatible with someone by the conversations that y'all have and the chemistry physically that y'all have with each other. I feel so. I believe oh. that. I believe that. Yes. Oh. Yes. Let me tell you something oh. about me. And, 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 and many, that, that's all y'all because y'all mean, but let me tell y'all something about me. Every time that I've, every time that I've met a man I've always known that the sex was going to be good with him before we ever had sex. Mm-hmm. I always knew that before the t- beforehand. And it always came to pass that I was correct. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yes. On I'm sorry end, if y'all maybe, maybe, have that maybe, but maybe, can, can we go out there for just a moment that maybe though, Erica, they have all been great for you. But you haven't always been great for them. <laughs> and they have oh, to find out. Based off, I mean, because listen, I think that I'm a monster beast. I am a, I can, I can drive a tractor with the best of them. But sometimes not everybody wants to ride in my car because I, I'll hit them curves. And they're not ready <laughs> for it. I'm making some analogies and I'm making a plane right now. All I'm saying is, is that you can be great yourself, but the yeah. other person not receive what it is that you bring in, and that mm-hmm. it's great for them to know whether they are good for you, and you really can't get that off a conversation. Let me also make it plain that not every yes, woman is great. All because you mm-hmm. have an opening doesn't mean it gets filled the right way every time. So all because you're a woman doesn't make you great, and some guys need to understand what they're getting themselves into. Yes. So yes. to all women, let the guy know ahead of time so that he knows what he's dealing with. This is a public service announcement. You're welcome. Right. No, yeah. no. The, I, I, I'm putting I mean, a disclaimer on the bottom. I don't endorse what Javon is saying. No, but to his point, though, I'm not clairvoyant. So I can't walk up to somebody. That's, that's and what I like, said. You know that's what I oh, said. I know you're that you're at a disadvantage. I know their sex is gonna be bomb. There's a lot of women who talk a very good game too. Like you know, they, everybody always talks about men. Like oh, men they and, come and in there. And it's about you know? all the talking <laughs> because the ones that's talking ain't doing nothing. Exactly. So I need y'all to understand that when I know a man is going to be good and bad, it has nothing to do with what he said to me. It's what I know. You know, I mean, 
Yeah. Like I said, I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't read that. You know what I mean? I mean, I can look at somebody. I, and be like, I know. Oh, I've been trying to help you. I've been trying then, to help you hone into that scent. You know, it's, it's it's real hard to get that from women sometimes. You know, because like I said before, there's we live life through filters now. You know, if you look at a woman, she got you know the the fake eyelashes. You know, we got the fake booty. You got all this other stuff going on. So even if you're not looking at her, is you coming for me? Because I got I got my lashes on today. No, no, is no. you coming for me? I'm coming for you. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> get this man an offering. You know some of the people that I'm coming for. Because I just showed you pictures of them, you know, the buzz that look oh like they got eyelids, uh, them right there, yeah, <laughs> you know. But the whole thing, <laughs> you know, a lot of times you don't know until you actually have that physical interaction with them because you could end up with a pillow princess. You but know? what about, but what happens, what happens oh, when you feel like you want to test it out and it's not good to you? Uh, but it's amazing to her. So you can and now she's formed a bond, an emotional bond with you. And you don't want nothing else to do with this woman. Those are the scenarios that that's on your conscience. If you have a conscience, that should be on your conscience. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's a scenario where you have a woman that is falling for you because you just got that that ooh wee, you know what I'm saying? Then is that your fault that you just got that ooh wee? Or is it? It is fault? your fault. Because if you fault. know you got that ooh wee, keep it and keep it for your wife. Well, you know right. what? Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The ooh wee, the wee takes Power. practice. All your moves already been played out by now. So what do you want to talk to me? <laughs> you everything all out. Not the knees, head, the back curve, Oh, Lord, look. <laughs> look, first off, the we take practice. MJ had to practice after, you know, after his game. You know what I'm saying? He, didn't, he wasn't just automatically a man, you know? So that takes look. a practice. But, <laughs> you know, you do want to, like, like I say, it'd be in an ideal world, ideal, it'd be great to say, okay, I'm going to save myself. For marriage, and that'd be a, a, a great concept. Fall in love with somebody for them and only them. But isn't their physicality part of them? You know, the way that they express themselves. You know, I know a lot of people, their love language is physical touch. And that's also hugging and being intimate as far as kissing, not necessarily. You, know I mean? you got to get naked to physically touch your partner. But the thing about it is, I do. <laughs> but. <laughs> Yo, you 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 missing the point here. <laughs> not everybody can cook greens, Erica. Not everybody can cook greens. All because you say you cook greens. All because I can say I know how to eat them. Doesn't mean that what you put in yours is what I like in mine. So it again, it goes to just a sample. We ain't, you ain't got to give me all of the meal. You ain't got to give me the whole the whole Thanksgiving feast. But at least let me try to turkey leg. At least let me know if your no. if your yams are sweet enough. A piece, a piece <laughs> like this, you can get a piece of cornbread by this big. That's all you're gonna get. A piece Erica, of my dude said, "Can I get a rim shot?" Yeah. Hey. Mm -mm. No, you can get a corner of cornbread. Let me go home and eat it. Look, I know a girl right now that says 
So she keep telling me, look, hey, you can't wait till you taste my gumbo. Can't wait till you taste my gumbo. Can't wait till you taste my gumbo. She's been making gumbo 15 years. I tasted mm. a gumbo and I was like, this ain't it. This ain't no gumbo. You know what I'm saying? So just because, you know, they've been doing it, they feel like they're confident in what they're doing, doesn't necessarily mean that they're actually good at what they do. And it might look right too, but the gumbo might look real good. Did it look good? It looked like Gator. Did it look like good. what gumbo was supposed to look like? It, look, it looked like it was. It, yeah. Did it smell like gumbo was supposed to smell like? It did kind of. Yes, kind of. Kind right. of. So, so you kind of knew going in because it looked good. And then you started smelling. You're like, oh, this is this is a little different than what I'm right. used to. But let me go ahead and try it because she said that she knew how to make gumbo. Oh, but then you put it in your mouth. Right. Exactly. You know. And they did not agree with you. And maybe, and here's the thing. Oh, Erica, watch this one. Had you told her, Gator, <laughs> I know that you've been cooking for 15 years, but why don't you try this? Why don't you try this? Why don't you put this in it? Why don't you put she would have had it? a fit. She would have had a fit, right? Because you can't tell her how to make mm-hmm. it. She's been doing this for 15 years. Right. Now, you know, before you ever invite her gumbo to your crawfish boil, that it can't, that it's not what's going to come. It's not what's going to be acceptable to the people that are there for their taste buds. Oh, but here's the thing though, Gator, here's the thing. If you had a crawfish boil, oh, Eric, I'm about to hook this up, I'm gonna let it go. If you brought that <laughs> same gumbo to your party, there may be 50% of the people yes, there that's ma'am. gonna love that gumbo. It's yeah, just something yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's you and know she, what? And was she gonna be unwilling to change her recipe just for you. Right. You know what? Her ex loves Well, that her goes gumbo. back. That her goes back to what Nikisa was saying earlier with the little, with the stubborn man who didn't want to be educated on how to please her. So that goes both ways. But the thing right. about it is, yeah, I'm pretty sure she wished she would have had that conversation and found that out before she had sex with him. But what we're saying though yeah. is what the purpose of what analogy and I think a lot Gator of times was making. Too, what it, I'm sorry, not ahead, Keith. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say that um a lot of times with women, we are not we're taught, especially like you know, in the church world, you're taught that you know you don't you don't bring up sex, you don't talk about sex and you know different things like that. So when we were trying to, you know, do this thing and wipe the right way, and we were trying to do like the weight, or like, you know, the book and whatever. Um, one of the things was is that, you know, we we didn't really talk about sex and what pleased because I didn't want to be a tease or I didn't want to lead with that, and so we didn't have those sexual topics. Um, or, you know, or talk about needs and pleasure because I didn't want him to feel like I'm saying to him, like, okay, let's jump in the bed. And so for right. me now, you know, looking back, of course, now where I'm at now, I understand now that you can still have those conversations with somebody that you're dating and talking to so that you get a clear understanding about, you know, your needs and your wants, and then they can understand. And then, you know, it's, a, it's just a better understanding. But back then, or, you know, a while back, you know, we just, I just didn't have those conversations because I didn't want the guy to think that, oh, he's going to get some. So I wouldn't have that conversation. Sex was off the, off the, off the, you know, off the, off the topic. We didn't talk about it. But now it's different. Now it's like, okay, we definitely need to talk about this. But we can make sure we're on the same page. And we don't have to jump in the bed to find out if we're on the same page. Like like Erica was saying, you can do that based off conversation and getting to know a person. Yeah, but what does Thank that you. conversation look like, though? 
Because yeah, I mean, I, I you've never saying, had it, so that's why you don't know. That's why we're talking today. You need right. to find out what that conversation this, looks like. And I really oh, don't yeah. think see it can it can be whatever you want it to be as far as long as you and your your partner are comfortable with it. Um, and if you get to the point where you think you're getting y'all are getting a little too graphic, or you you don't think you'll be able to hold out then that's when you know that point you need to kind of pull back on it. But if if y'all are in the place where you know y'all want to be together, y'all know y'all going to marriage, why would there be anything off limits with, uh, with you talking to your partner about it? But why do you have to actually test it out to really know? I mean, I just, I don't subscribe to that no more. I used to. Because I ain't going to lie, <clears throat> as a woman, I had a very strong spirit of lust. And I wanted to get that part out of the way be at the beginning. I wanted to know if we were physically and sexually compatible before I delve into any other part of the relationship. And that never got me the results I was looking for. So I'm doing it differently this time. Yeah, I mean, I, I could, I could completely understand that though. But it's kind of almost like when you go buy a car, you kind of driving that car sight unseen. And if it's a, if it's a, if it's a new car, you're more likely to be That's like, oh, okay. We, <laughs> you know, I, we're that. not going, to, we're not going to compare people to vehicles. We're just not going to do that. That's that's different. But it is people have people have feelings. People have emotions. True. People get tied to each other through the sex act. That's you can drive true. a car and put it back on the lot, and that car don't care nothing about you when you walk off that lot. <laughs> you know? Hey, that's very true. <laughs> but by that same token, like I said before, like if you just laying it down, you're doing your thing, you end up, you know, but it could be something that's, you know, you're not as deep as that person is. Are you responsible for that person catching feelings? Like, do I hold back? Yes. My you know, yes, 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 when you're sharing your body with somebody and they're sharing their body with you, you become responsible for their feelings, too. I mean, right. I know we try to say, that's oh, that's right. on you. But, you know, as, as mutual respect, you got to have enough respect for that person to say, I don't want to I don't want them to get more deeply involved with me than I am with them. You know, that's just having respect and care about somebody. I mean, if you care enough to lay down and share your body with them, you should care enough Come on. to know how they feel about it after the fact. Yeah. I can see Come on, Gator, what? I can, I can see that, but I still don't think it's your responsibility to make sure that they're... Well, okay. We go into a relationship sometimes on uneven terms. In other words, what mm -hmm. I think is happening in the relationship may not be what that person's thinking is happening in that relationship, and vice versa. So, you know, I've been so in, somebody I've been, not talking. You know, and right. I've, I've been in relationships before where I thought it was a completely different thing than what they thought it was, and we, you know, communication was good, all that type of stuff. I mean, I've, I've had, I look, I've been whipped before. <laughs> you know, so I can I can honestly say that where it's like, oh, you know, I'm I'm look, I'm calling you. Hey, wait a minute, why she ain't answering her phone? What is happening mm -hmm. here? 
You know, I thought, you know, I thought so. I, but at the end of the day, I had to understand, okay, well, she was giving me those signs. I just didn't really interpret them the way I should have interpreted them. That's why I was like, yeah. that was on me. I wasn't watching the red flag. <laughs> I was sitting there, you know, just going all into this whole thing, like, oh, this gonna be my girl. We're gonna get, you know, we're gonna have a happily ever after. And she was just thinking, you know, this would be good after happy hour. Hmm. So, you know, they, they, a lot of it does. But did y'all communicate that to each other? You know, um, you know what? It wasn't communicated as well as it probably should have been. You know, yeah. Now I know better, but she was kind of giving yeah. me some of those signs. Sometimes you could be so into somebody that you're not paying attention to the signs, because on the outside and on paper, they're the perfect person for you. They're, they're, they're everything mm -hmm. that you wanted, everything that you've been looking for, you know? So you just assume <laughs> that you put yourself out there in harm's way in those scenarios. So, mm -hmm. you know, I had, I, yeah. I've been there before. So that being said, not excusing a lot of women for being in that scenario, but just saying that a lot of that responsibility still falls on you, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, if a guy's sitting there giving, selling you all kind of lies and all that, you know, oh, yeah, we're going to get married, baby, we're going to do da 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 then that's a completely different model. Yeah, and they do that, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. Right. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> as soon as the act is over with, they, I'm out of here, girl. I ain't mean all that I was saying, girl. <laughs> they, they, call, they, they call it for the ashtray. <laughs> they call it for the ashtray. I need that money, Grace. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh -uh. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> well, All right, so we got we got our second topic, y'all. We're gonna be talking about how long is too long to be dating, to be saying this is my boyfriend, this is my girlfriend, and you have no kind of prospect of getting married, you know, because I've seen people in relationships for 10 years. And ain't no ring in sight. So, and I want to, from a man's perspective, how long does it really take you to know yeah. if you feel like the woman you're with, you want her to be your wife? I can yeah. answer while Gator gets his uh, refreshment. And since he's done such a great job, let me see if I can answer this from a, um, a good place and a good perspective. You, you, your, your question is, how do you know or when do you notice or when do you recognize that the person is the one? I'm going to say after you've had sex. Does that go back to the <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't. Hmm. I can't do this. I'm just going to. No, but, uh, but seriously, seriously. I'm going to say, I'm going to say that some people aren't dating necessarily for marriage. Some yeah. people are dating for companionship, uh, for a good friend, for a good partner. And it's not necessary for everyone to be married. Some people aren't good as a married type person. And I think that when you get into a relationship or a situationship with someone and you all have a discussion of, well, where do you see or where are you trying to be in five, 10 years? Maybe marriage isn't it. Maybe just mm -hmm. someone there who has your back, your go-to, your eighth spoon coon, as uh, my uncle used to say back in the day. 
And when you realize that, yes, some people are going to say, well, this is where you should be. This is what you're supposed to be. But that's not what's right for you. You've got to do what's right for you. And for you, it may not be marriage. My thing is, I was married for 15 years. And mm-hmm. um, I, she was a, she was a fine young lady. She had her flaws. I had her flaws, but she was still a human being with a good heart. And it didn't work. This is, you you date for two years, you get married for 15, then you say, you know what, maybe you're not who I'm supposed to be with for the rest of my life. Maybe it was just for this part, for this season. And some people are meant for just the season. And we have to, I'm I'm not saying I'm anti-marriage. What I am saying is that I'm anti-being miserable for the rest of your life. And all because you're with somebody 15, 20 years doesn't mean that they're supposed to be there forever. Thus, dating somebody and saying, well, if we date for two years and ain't nothing happening, then you're not the one. No, we've dated for two years and you were the one for right then, but maybe not the one for right now. So I'm, I'm not saying, again, don't get married. But what I'm saying is maybe you don't have to. Maybe the the old ways of the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, or even back in biblical days, I'm just not, don't say me a heathen. But I'm thinking maybe mm-hmm. that's not for everybody and maybe that that's okay. So why not just date and, and be with someone for the companionship, for the, for the mutual um, having each other backness and mm-hmm. and just see where it goes and just enjoy without having to worry about titles and stigmatisms and, and all that other stuff. But that's just one man's opinion. So this is the question that I have that I want to pose for everybody to to respond to and give your opinion. You're in, you you got two people in a relationship. They've talked about getting married. One partner is ready. The other partner is saying, I'm not quite ready. Just give me some more time. The partner who's ready feels like if I keep waiting, I'm going to miss my opportunity for somebody else who might be ready right now. So my question is, the partner who's ready, how much is a reasonable amount of time to wait for the other partner to get ready until you feel like you cannot wait any longer? You know so what? that's for everybody. You know what? If if you feel like that, then you need to just go ahead and let it alone right then and go find that person. Because mm-hmm. I thought the whole purpose of, you know, loving someone, going into a marriage with somebody was this person is the person for me that I love, that I want to be with, that's going to be my best friend, my rock, all those things. And that's why we were dating. And OK, now seems like, you know, we're at that phase where we want to get married. But if you're judging you know, if you if you disregard that and say, hey, I want to get married today. And if you don't want to get married now, then, you know, you're putting them on a timetable at that point. So you're basically putting your your emotions and that feeling of love that you want to have with this person for the rest of your life on a timetable at that point. So it's like at that point, okay, you, so you if, well if they've waited, if they've waited for three years now they're in year four, now they're in year five, and that partner is still staying, I'm not ready. Right. Well, see, it, depends. it depends at that point. Or why are you with them? Are you with them to get married to them? Or are you with yeah. them to, you know, to love them and have them love you? 
So what is more important, the relationship or the marriage? The marriage. <laughs> they, want marriage. they want the security of marriage. But there is so, no such thing as security in marriage. No. Again, 15 well, years. And there was no security. Sometimes things happen and you move on from it. But there's as much security in dating and, and being together as there is in marriage and being together. They can both end uh, prematurely or without notice and you've got to move on from it. One involves a lot of lawyers and a whole lot of feelings and property distribution. And the other one is you back your bag and you go. Yeah. What's wrong with packing your bag and mm -hmm. go every once in a while? Why does it have to be um, a marriage thing? No. Oh, if, if you're not dating me for marriage, then um, you need to go. Well, then go then. Why can't we just mm -mm. go I've and be natural with it? Some people have gone through, like, they didn't have, they weren't married, but they lived together. They had their lives tied together. And then when the relationship ended, they had to go through the same process that divorced people have to go through. They just didn't have any legal ramifications. They didn't have any legal recourse to back them up in the situation. But they still had to go through separating their finances, going to two different households again, starting all over again. So why would somebody put themselves in that situation? You're still going to go through a divorce, but you just wasn't married. So the security of the marriage is what people are looking for. I just don't know if there's a, such a such thing as security in it. So maybe you can tell me something. Uh, I mean, I understand your part, <laughs> um, Erica Gator. Do you feel that there's security mm -mm, in, in nope. marriage? Nope, not at all. As a matter of fact, it, especially for guys, there's <laughs> there's a lack of security in <laughs> in the marriage. Because, you know, I mean, look at all these people who get to have to pay these alimonies and all this type of stuff. You know, the, you know what was his name? Uh, Jeff Bezos, who had his wife like besides celebrities. <laughs> you know, uh, well, yeah, yeah, but celebrities do get it a little bit worse. But I mean, at the same time, yeah, there's there's no real security in it except you know for for the guys. At least, you know, mm -hmm. and then what you consider security, what is this securing? Is securing you legally in these scenarios? Like you were saying just now, you know, a lot of people who had to go through the separating of finances, they had to do all those things and they just were with somebody for a long time, you know. So mm -hmm. I don't think it adds much extra security, you know. And also, if they're going to do something outside the marriage, like cheat or do anything like that, I mean, they'll still do that. So the only thing that really differentiates the two in a long-term relationship, a marriage and just a long-term relationship is that piece of paper. Outside of that, there's not a whole lot of differentiation between the two. Nakisa, I'm coming to you, honey. <laughs> Thank you. This, this side over here sounds so jaded. <laughs> Look, they did this on purpose. two sides. <laughs> <laughs> the left side and the right side. Yes. Uh, I feel I feel like that it it depends on that person's expectation. So if I if I meet somebody and I let them know that's what you're looking for, I'm looking for companionship leading to being married. I want to have companionship with my husband.
not with my boyfriend, not with some guy, not going on random dates, having companionship. I want to have companionship with my husband. If I make that clear in the beginning and then he says, well, I'm looking for the same thing. And we're on both pages that marriage is the end result that we both want to achieve. And as we, you know, get to it, we start elevating that into the relationship and it gets to a point where we are making those moves except for a marriage part. Um, I feel like then, you know, the conversation needs to be had and re-evaluation re re needs to happen. But at the same time, as far as the time frame, I think it's up to the person. You know, for me personally, no, I'm not going to stay with somebody for five years that told me that he wanted to marry me, but now he's not married me and he has all these excuses about not being ready or whatever, but you was ready to be with me for five years or whatever the case may be. But me personally, I'm not going, I'm not going to wait. I'm not. And I think that's that, that boils down to what a person wants to accept in a relationship and what, what they, what they want and what they don't want. So if I know what I want, you already know what I want. You know, I already know what it is. Yes, I'm willing to take the chance to end the relationship because you're not giving me what I want. And not in a way where I want to um, force the man to do it because I'm not doing that or no ultimatum or anything like that. So it's just me. Hey, we know I'm saying, Paige, I'm, I'm going to break this off with you. You know, good luck in life. Hope everything works out for you and move on because there are other people waiting, you know? Yep. <laughs> If I may add, Ms. yes, Harrison, sir, jump in there. Is, I know that this is your coming. show, but I just need to ask you no, a question. Ms. Take, over. What, take over. You at home. What security are you looking for? Remind me what security is only available in marriage that's not available while we date. And if, like you said, you, get, you can date somebody for five years and then still have to get lawyers involved. What, what security exactly are you looking for? Well, for me in marriage, I security is that <laughs> we are legally bound to each other. We have made a promise before the world and before God that we are a partnership and we're vowing to each other, you know, for better, or for worse, for richer, for poor, till death do us part. And, you know, once we make that promise before God and our friends and family and the world, we're going to be held accountable to that. Mm. Um, and that's the security that I'm, I'm speaking of. Would you be upset if I told you that that does not exist? That there is no security in no, that? I wouldn't be because, because and, and I'm not the cynic. I'm not a cynic because I got married and divorced and it didn't work out and that I dated somebody for five years before and it didn't work out. I'm saying that both of those scenarios ended just about the same where at the end of the day, uh, whether I dated the person for five years, we didn't get married, or we were married 15 years, at the end of the day, somebody had to go once it was over. At the end of the day, property had to be distributed. At the end of the day, um, feelings were hurt. And there was no security in either one. So I'm finding it hard to understand after dealing with the five years and they're not working, after dealing with the 15 years and they're not working and figuring out that they both end the same way, then what is the reason for the marriage <laughs> aspect of it? Why? But what are you doing? It's not, it's, it's not that, it's not oh, that marriage, it's not that marriage doesn't work, it's that two right. people who come together don't work together. It it, yeah. it says nothing bad about marriage. It just says that right. marriage didn't work for those two people because right. we have millions 
of examples yes. of it every day that marriage yeah. actually does work. So we can't sit here yeah. and say that it doesn't. We just but have to say that it didn't work for Erica. It, it may be working for a million couples, but it, it also didn't work for a million couples. It's 50-50 in the world right now right. where people are in and in divorce. So there is no security in getting married the same way that you can be married to somebody mm -hmm. and, and you have to split the kids. You can be dating somebody and it end, and you're going to have to split the kids. You're going to have a house. You do it while you're married or when you're single together, you're going to have to split the property, the money and the savings, the 401k. It all gets separated in the end. There is no the thing about married, it, is that, it doesn't say that we're not going to leave each other. It's still there. But the thing about it is if we're not married, we're not going to have to do all of that because I'm not merging all of that stuff in my life with somebody that I'm not married to. But you're not going to do it because you want security. But when you get married, it's the same level of security. It's the same no, whether you get married that's or a, not. That's, that's, there's another level there. There's an there's level right. to this thing. There's another level there. Yeah. It is going to deter yeah. you because you know it's going to be a lot more difficult if you have yeah. a legal a legal um, obligation to that person. Accountability. Well, yeah. From what though? Yeah. From from trying to get out of it when you've already made your vow and your promise to be in that. Yeah, that's it's still easier to get out. There there's no all I'm saying is that I understand what you're saying, Erica. And it's and it's I mm -hmm. think that we've been Well, I ain't gonna lie, like the, the money that I spent for my divorce was money well spent. Yeah. Money well spent. I was happy to spend that money. But mm -hmm. um Going looking back on it, that wasn't the marriage for me anyway. I did it for all the wrong reasons, mm -hmm. and I did it with the wrong person. Yeah. And, are you the and I think I think also when we look back into like for people that have been married, when we look back to our like our past marriage, we know exactly what went wrong and what happened in in mm -hmm. and you know the the red flags and the things of reasons mm -hmm. why we shouldn't have even gotten to that point in, in the first place. So I think with experience mm -hmm. now going into a marriage, we we have that wisdom and that knowledge from our past relationships as, as well. So I definitely right. agree. And I know that the next time I do it is going to be the mm -hmm. last time and it's going to be yep. forever because I That's know right. I, I already know what not to do. Yeah. And, and you know that, wait a minute, you, you can true. go into this with the next marriage you, you have, you know that it's going to be the last one. How? All I'm saying is there is no security that your next one is going to be the last one because there's just too many variables that in the world, it's, it's not like it was back in the day to where you got married and you did not get out regardless. It's not like that anymore. So I'm just, I'm here to tell you that the security that was once there is gone. So I'm, I, I guess I am mm -hmm. starting to understand as I say it more and more that there really is, oh, this is my hypothesis. There is no security in marriage. <laughs> Whatever security that no. you're looking for, you can't be found. You find more security in your ADP, ADP system than you will in marriage. <laughs> I don't believe that. No. I, I don't all. believe that. <laughs> And you see, you see, that's that's the big difference. Remember, Gator, we had this conversation when I told you how women we we're always going to have that optimism. We're always going to have yeah. that hope for the future because we know 
that man yep. is out there. Whereas on the side of the men, they're like, man, I done did it. I ain't doing it no more. It ain't, it yep. ain't, it ain't pop. It ain't <laughs> out there. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> And you all the point. prime examples of it. <laughs> but you know what? You know, weird though. I still, you know, call me sappy. I still do believe in the fairy tale. I still do believe that there is that person out there who's perfect for me yeah. mentally, emotionally, physically. Sample, make sure that's good. Uh, <laughs> you know, you you, 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 you get you some samples after you get the train. <laughs> Do, do you buy the tray? They don't let you sample off the tray before you take it home. You take it home right. and then you eat your tray. Right, but if I if yeah. I if I take that tray home and it's nasty, then guess what? I'm probably gonna end up throwing it away and going to buy another tray. And that's why okay. you know, it's good to go out there and sometimes <laughs> it is good to sample. You know, that way you know that you're not gonna have as much buyer's remorse once you get it. You know, let's say for instance, especially at the age I'm at, you know, at 40 years old, well, I just made 42 on Friday. So happy you know, appreciate that. Appreciate that. So yeah, happy birthday, Gator. You know, you can get food poisoning from samples too, right? Come on. Uh, you know, you know, you know, you know, you can't get food poisoning. But then again, but you know what? You can get food poisoning from that tray you buy, <laughs> you know? That's that's even more of a reason to do, you know. I, I, yeah, I'm but did you fruit. examine the tray? Did you look at the tray? Right. Did you when you when you go and buy fruit? Don't you look at the fruit before you purchase it? You see if it right. any molded spots on it. You examine it. You look at it. You see how red it is, how light it is. You examine that fruit with your visual eye before you purchase it, right? I, before I you get into it with the eye, I squeeze it, make sure it's you know. <laughs> It's right. You ain't squeezing no strawberry. <laughs> you just looking at the strawberry with your eyes. You didn't well, touch the, it. You didn't taste it. You just looked. Strawberry is a bad example. And, I do it with avocados. Because, and from looking at that strawberry, you already know how sweet it is. You already know how it's going to yep. taste before you bite into it. If you yep. know how to judge strawberry. Mm. Okay, so now you know, know how to judge women then. You know, right. Not everybody know how to judge a strawberry, so. But you got to you know. learn how to do that. That's a skill, right? right? But some things are just rotten to the core, all because the outside looks good. Can we go? <laughs> I mean, I know that we don't like to put women to look towards like like food and stuff. Can we just say a book? You can't judge the book by its cover, and and it could be a real nice looking book. They could all because they have good graphic designers. Doesn't right. mean that they have good writers for the inside content. Oh, let me make this point plain, Erica. All because they can make <laughs> it look real good. All because they can put the, 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 the parts in the right places to where it's appealing to the eye. And it's the right colors. Mm -hmm. And, ooh, it's got some nice texture on the front. Once you open that bad boy up, huh? You got to be able to read <laughs> that thing. Yeah. All because I have a BMW doesn't mean mm -hmm. that that all the engines in every car is the same. You know, you drive a BMW different than you drive a, a, a Ford Escort. I'm making a point here, Erica. All I'm saying mm -hmm. is that all because well, I purchased something, all because I purchased <laughs> something and I and I and now I have to pay this note every month, uh, whether I bought it or rented it, if it's bad, it's still got to go back. What I'm saying is, is that there is no security in marriage. Getting yeah. back to the point that we were saying. Right, right, right. <laughs> 
But you know what, bro? You just made a, a, a awesome point. And I don't even know if you realized it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Look, they about, to, they about to attack me right on that. But no, I mean, if you, if you go and you buy a car and you're paying a, a, a $500 note on this car every month, you know, you test drove, you think it's okay. You know, you get that car home and it's not working for you. It's like, wait a minute, I didn't test drive this car initially. You know, now I got all kind of engine problems and all that kind of stuff. That's going to give you buyer's remorse. Every day that person comes home, you're going to give them that stank face. Mm. Mm. I don't know about all this. Mm. You know, and it could so be So why something- not get to the root of it? It could be something as simple as the physical aspect of it, because you can have everything else going. This person seems like they're the greatest thing in the world. But if that physical isn't lined up at that point, then you will have a slight bit of resentment if that person's not willing to work on it. And they can say they're willing to work on it until they actually in the position where they have to work on it. If the problem is, oh, well, you know, you don't, you know, you don't stroke this particular way the way I like or, you know. Look, I've been doing this 40 years. I ain't about to change my stroke. Everybody else say my stroke is good. You get that stubbornness. Even, well, even if they say, look, I'm willing to work with you, man. I'm willing to, you know, all that stuff is fine and dandy until three sessions in and you sitting there looking like, you know, he still ain't trying to change nothing. Or she's still just laid out. <laughs> you know? You know? I counseling. mean, yeah. Counseling is great after the fact or I could have test drove that BMW beforehand. You said you already test drove it. You said you test drove it. Oh, yeah. And drove it home. Yeah, you did say that. So you can test drive something and something still happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Premarital counseling. You ever heard of that? Yeah, it's two people. I believe in premarital counseling. Definitely. It's two people coming together with different past experiences. So. Mm-hmm. Things that she may have learned, even when talking about sexually, things that he may have learned, he may have learned all these moves from watching porn, and she may have learned it from watching love movies on Life Lifetime. So her pers- her perspective on it may be different from yours. So now, because you are two different individuals that learn different ways, you guys have to have a conversation so that y'all can b- merge our ways so that both of y'all can be pleased in that in that aspect. Which boils back down to communication and clarity, being truthful, being genuine, being honest, and not you know playing like you're somebody else or oh yeah I'm gonna put it oh I'm gonna oh I'm gonna do so much I'm gonna do all of this I don't do all that I'm not doing I'm not saying if I don't do it I'm not gonna say it so I guess it you know boils down to somebody being honest with what they're yeah. actually saying to you and then you also having discernment to know hey is this person just pulling my leg and BSing me or do they really mean it? Look. Right. My- that, that yes. girl told me her gumbo was good, and all her exes loved her gumbo. That was something she knew. She knew for a fact that her gumbo was the bomb. When I had that gumbo, uh, nah, bro, they work it. So sometimes you could, you know, you don't have to be lying to somebody. You could be telling your truth to this mm-hmm. person. That's true. What I yeah. feel what I've experienced today. What your truth is and what their truth is doesn't always align at the end, you know, unfortunately. Yeah. You're going to run into people who are set in their ways and they don't want to compromise. They don't want to learn anything new. They don't want to try to adapt. And that's the kind of person you're not going to get in a good partnership with anyway. 
someone well, who truly depends. cares. It depends, though, Erica, yeah, because I think that there's, I think that there's somebody for everybody. I believe yeah. that, like, as the type of person that I am, as stubborn as I am, as opinionated as I am, as uh, much as I don't like cleaning bathrooms but can love cleaning uh, kitchens, that there's another person who loves cleaning bathrooms and doesn't like cleaning kitchens. So there's a give and a take that you can have when you meet somebody. I think that there's somebody for everybody. But I think that we have to have those conversations and see and 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 um, be willing to deal with each other's flaws because none of us are going to be perfect. The only one that was perfect, you know, he got up on the day that we celebrate today, but he's gone. The rest of us men fall way short. And let's not forget that y'all women do too. We, we some Women don't uh -huh. like to remember the fact that they're not um, as great as they think that they are. And that's okay see, because maybe your greatness is enough for me, but it wasn't enough for, or great for the person that, was, that you were with before. Like for instance, and I'm gonna talk about Nikisa and Erica real quick, and Erica, this is your show and I'm gonna leave it alone. But Erica and Nikisa, you two are amazing women. You all are great, you all are smart, you all are, are funny, but whoever you were with, it wasn't for you. It, it wasn't compatible for who you are and for what you were looking for. That doesn't make the guys um, less um, of a guy or less of a man. It doesn't make you all less of women because right. it didn't work out. It just wasn't for right. each other. So my point is, right. is yeah. that going back to your second topic, all because you find that in the dating process, you all get along and things are going well. Once you get married, you realize, you know what, this ain't it. And it may take two years, five years, 15 years. It could take 20 years, but you find out it ain't working. And what happens? All four of us are examples that when something doesn't work out and it gets to a certain level, the security is gone and you have to get out, which brings me back to my point that there is no security in mm -hmm. marriage by the example of the four of us. <laughs> <laughs> it is not that simple to get out of marriage. No. Like, it is not that simple to get out of marriage. It, it's Let's it's simple no. to break up with somebody and say, "Hey." Or it's, it's simple to ghost somebody. It's simple to break up with somebody. It's simple to not talk to anybody some more. As opposed to you living with this person, you are married to this person, and you don't feel like things are working. It's not that simple to say, "I don't want to be with you," and then we don't be together. We just. Oh, now we're not going to be together. No, the security of marriage is, is the fact that it's not going to be that easy for you to let me go or me to let you go. The security is, is that I believe in my vows. So one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to try to make it work. And if it, if it doesn't, if, I, if we do all we can to make it work and it doesn't work and then we end up walking away. Okay. But it's not as easy when you are married because there are certain things that you have to do to dissolve a marriage. And even thinking about yeah. like, okay, I don't like the way he comes home and throws his shoes on all over the, you know, the house or in the kitchen or whatever the case may be. Now I'm like, okay, for a boyfriend, I, I could be like, you know what, I'm gonna gotta put up this for somebody that I'm married to that I made vows to before God. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take more chances with that person as far as trying to see what we can work out, how this can be resolved. And then we can't do it together. We're going to go to counseling and see if it can be resolved there. And and all the while through the both of them, I'm in my prayer closet because I had to learn this later on in life when I was married. Go to prayer closet. And so if I'm saying yeah. to him, he may not get but God to touch his heart, you know, so I don't feel, I do feel like there is security in marriage because 
it's not as easy to walk away from somebody that you are married to as opposed to somebody that you're just dating or having companionship with or just boyfriend girlfriend with gator was that a night was you in agreement with that i i feel you on one level but on the other level okay. i'm sitting here and i'm like you know i i agree but you almost would feel in a scenario like that that marriage could either bring security or it could make you feel like you're in a prison <laughs> you oh, know man. like like if you if you're with somebody this is why i mean you can do your due diligence before this, this, while y'all was dating yeah no, while y'all was dating because yeah, no, you feel like all. you was in prison when y'all was dating yes, yes it no, is no no, no 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 i mean what it means is that you you people do grow people change people evolve you know you do yeah. want to know Yes, that this is the person that I want to be with for the rest of my life. This goes back to our first topic, actually. You know, let's say for instance, okay, everything's okay. These are this is somebody that I'm that I'm in love with. We love each other, but they're very stubborn when it comes to the sex, and they are, you know, getting to a point where look, I, my needs aren't being met physically. You know, mm -hmm. if you make a, I'm going back to the gumbo analogy, I must be hungry. If you make a gumbo, and let's say for instance, you talk about one gumbo. One of the smallest ingredients <laughs> in a gumbo is your, 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 your okra. But let's say for instance, you get that gumbo and get it ready and you don't have the okra. Yeah, that might only be 10% of the gumbo, but it makes a complete difference on how your gumbo tastes at the end of the day. So that little physical part, that just might seem like you can look over that and okay, we can work on it. If the, if you're in a marriage and that's not being worked on, then yeah, when you come home in the evenings and you realize that you're not, you part of you is not being fulfilled, then it will feel like a prison. You know, so going back to the whole security thing, I mean, I feel where you're coming from, but there's two ways to look at that. <laughs> no, it's only one. <laughs> well, this one I got, I'm glad I have you here. <laughs> All my life, I had to fight <laughs> the right way and the wrong way, like Keith Sweat said. <laughs> Gator, do you feel like do you feel like you really take the, the the time to get to know the woman that you're you're dating and things like that? Like, do you feel like you spend enough time like knowing who they are and you know? Their personality and you know learning the I guess the negative parts of them or the parts their weaknesses or the parts that they still have an area to grow in. Do you feel like you you do that or? I do now. Um, you know okay. I know that yeah. in the past that was that was an issue. Admittedly, that uh, I would be in relationships where you know I would jump to the you know the deep relationship phase before I even really investigated what this person was all about. Um, but, you know, as I've gotten older, I've been divorced before, you know, I, you know, look, I, I do credit checks now. <laughs> I'm going to be completely real. You know, a lot of people be like, you know, oh man, you ain't got to get all background that. background checks too. Yeah, yeah, yes you do. You, 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 you got to. You definitely got to. Because, you know, I, you know, not just to share a little bit with me, you know, one of the things that I had to realize when my divorce happened is that the, the person that I married was not good as far as like money, you know, was concerned. And it ended up affecting things mm -hmm. in our marriage. And it was like, okay, 
you know what? I probably should have known this beforehand. But not investigating, not doing that, jumping ahead, didn't think about that. So yeah, now I take all the time in the world to investigate this person, make sure they're right. With that being said, that goes back to the point that you were making before about, okay, if one person's ready for marriage, the other person isn't, maybe they're still investigating. Maybe they're still trying to be sure that, okay, this investment that I'm about to make with this person is sound and this is where I need to go. Maybe there's still stuff that they're missing and maybe you've already done your all your preliminary investigations and all that, but they haven't yeah. gotten their background check yet from you. They're still right. so does it to- take five does it take five yeah. years to right. know, know um, all that? You know yeah. what? I, I, I don't I think agree, there's a time I agree with that. I don't think there's a timetable on it. I, I, I mean you know So you want her to just sit around waiting year after year for you to do this investigation. Like at this point, you need to probably get your sister involved or your senior <laughs> person involved and help, let them help you get the investigation going on because Speed you don't have time for investigation. Because a lot of times Check women Right. And a lot of times women have women have seen you at your worst. They have seen you at your best. They've seen you in all areas in between and they're still rocking with you. And you still trying to check her out to see if she is the one. Come on. It's like, oh, okay, bye. Okay, bye. Can I ask a question while y'all jump down gators? um, Yeah, because I um and be like, look, hold on. Let me intercede on my brother's behalf real quick. Erica and Nikita, how long did you all date before you all got married to your ex-husband? How long did you did you date your did you date before you got married? Uh, if you if you ever I hear my whole story, I've never dated until I got divorced. I didn't date. I just got mm-hmm. in relationships. Right. So how long were you yeah. in the relationship? Before before you got married to your ex, if you don't mind me asking, and I know you don't mind because this is your show. Um, <laughs> um uh, two years. Okay, great, Nikisa. How long I've been were you dating? Twice. Okay, just only needed one of them, Nikisa. How long did you date before you got married, or were you in the relationship? Uh, I married my high school sweetheart. So a while then, right? You, you dated I married my high school sweetheart in my first. Right. Okay. So the point is, is that there is no timetable. I, I was two years into my investigation process too. We we dated and we were in a relationship for over two years. We were married for 15. I don't believe that there is a amount of time that you can date, talk to, get to know somebody that will determine whether your marriage is going to be successful or not. And I know that because well, I know somebody that dated somebody... I know somebody that dated somebody for um, about a month. They, they, they dated for a month and they got married. They've been married for about, what, 18, 19 years now. Mm-hmm. I did two years. Mm-hmm. You did two years. You did two, three, four, five years. Get it did a couple years. And it didn't work. There is no such High thing as a four years. Table. Four years. Well, I mean, I didn't know whether you dated, like, starting the freshman year and then got married in the senior you year. You said three, I'm just four, five years? You all like, five dated years of high school? For, hey, some people. Hey, look. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> hey, I did senior <laughs> college. I'm not one to talk. But my point is that you can date with somebody for uh, for a short amount of time and it work out and it be mm-hmm. long ever after. You can date somebody for five, four, three, two years and mm-hmm. it end after five, ten 15 years of marriage. There is no time 
on it that and that's why I don't understand why we're talking as if there is a security involved because there is no such thing. So then if there is no security in marriage, as I've already proven in my point, then <laughs> what is the reason for doing it? There, I mean, there's tax reasons. And yeah, I think that we can all enjoy a nice stimulus check. Um, I'm waiting for my 1200 um, or you know I'm only getting one but um, I think it would be great to have somebody to get they, to have somebody to spend an extra $1,200 with but, but but beyond that what's the reason so in answering your question Erica of the topic um, that we're discussing there is no timetable in my opinion there is no time frame that's going to make it to where it's going to definitely work and pre-marriage counseling please can we stop with that fallacy that does not work either there is no such thing because you said you you were married for 15 years yes do you know how many that. people do you know how many people wish they made it to 15 years of marriage? And you're After saying that was like... Years, I do know that some people like that, Erica. I absolutely do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I wouldn't say that having 15 years of marriage was a failure. Oh, it wasn't right. a failure. Because it, it produced three amazing That's children. Good. What I'm saying is, mm -hmm. is that there was no security behind the marriage. Thus, there's no such thing as security in marriage. The fact that it lasted for 15 years, we got divorced, and it and I'm not gonna say it was easy because you have to wait that 30-day period, and that 30-day period was hard for both of us to hmm. wait. Um, <laughs> but that's the only security that you're given is a fifth is a 30-day mate. Are y'all sure y'all want to do this? Hmm. But that's not security. And there's no amount of time frame that's going to guarantee a successful marriage. So I think that it's, um, it, I don't think that that exists, a, a, a waiting period, a, a watch period, if you will, that's going to help you determine if it's going to be successful or not. So that's why I'm just saying we should all just keep on shacking um, until <laughs> it's time to go on to, to be with the Lord. So Gator, do you feel like he helped you as far as you taking your investigation? Because he just helped that point as far as like there's no amount of time that you need to investigate a woman before deciding if she's to be your wife. So he's basically saying that you like that that doesn't work. So do you agree with him so, or no, I don't think that's necessarily what he's saying. I think he's saying that you shouldn't put a time limit on your investigation time. You know, so I mean, if, if it takes me three years, he said years it don't matter if you do investigation for two months or five years. He said it don't matter if you do investigation right. for two months or five years. So that's for you. Right, but that don't mean I need to make it harder by jumping into a marriage right quick. Be like, you know what? It's time. I yeah. ain't worried about. It. You know, we sound like jagged edge. We ain't getting no younger. We might as well do it. You know what? That's not good. <laughs> That's not good. No, <laughs> you know, because at the end of the day, guess what? We might as well do it. But look, I don't need to get divorced when I'm fifty-two, and then be like, okay, right. well, what am I gonna do now? <laughs> you know, well, right. I mean, the thing we're be missing honest. here is like. There's some work to be done before the marriage, but the real work comes in after the marriage. It does. It That's does. where people yeah. stop putting in the work because really their whole goal was to get to the marriage. They wanted to get to the wedding, but then after that, they think it's supposed to be just smooth sailing and it's supposed to just yeah. flow naturally. 
and there's no work to yeah. be involved. And then, and your partner that you married in year one is not going to be the same person in year five. Y'all both yeah. are going to be growing and evolving right. to different people. You have to be yes. able to accept their evolution as they have to be able to accept yours. And then if you look at them yeah. 20 years later and you say, you're, you're a person that I probably, if I would have met you 20 years ago, I wouldn't have married the person you are today. That's yeah. where the problem comes in where now you want to divorce each other. But um, okay, can I, ask you I just feel like you you got to continue to choose that person every day, even when some days you don't like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, right. that's, that's it right there, Erica. I don't think love is a, is about how you get up and you feel in them, how you feel in the morning. It's just like going to the gym. Like some people don't like, they don't feel like going to the gym, but they still go because they know the results that's going to take them going to the gym. So when it comes to love, love is a decision. You get up every single day and saying to the person that you made a vow to that I decide to love you today or I decide to be with you today, it's a decision. It's not about how you feel inside and about your emotions. It's about you making that decision to honor mm -hmm. your vows every single day. Now, of course, there are some, you know, different things like, you know, abuse and things like that, you know, but right. outside of that, if it's non-toxic, then yeah, that's a, it's a decision every day. The, every the feeling day. of love is nothing. It's the same as the feeling of gas. Um, so I think you really got to make sure that you're paying attention to, to exactly where that feeling is coming from before you make a move on it. Um, that, that Gigi Burrell was, is one of the people that's watching it. She made up a, a, she made a comment about pre-marriage counseling. Do you mind just putting that on just so, um, yes. people can know what I'm about to refer to. So she says pre-marriage counseling is good. It allows room for good conversation to talk about topics that probably wouldn't normally be talked about. My, when I made the comment yeah, about right. pre-marriage counseling, it was saying that it, it no amount of pre-marriage counseling is going to guarantee a successful marriage. That work, that talking, that counseling, what whatever it is, that should be taking place during the dating process anyway. Am I wrong yeah. or am I right about it? I know I'm right about it, so you ain't got to agree with me. So my point is, is that there is, if you if you all sit, are sitting down and you're doing it right and you're talking and you're having conversations and you're getting to know each other, that is your pre-marriage counseling. And the same amount of talking that y'all are doing in pre-marriage counseling should be the amount of talking that y'all are doing when you all are dating and trying to figure out if y'all going to be together anyway. So my point is, and I'll get to it because I need to get to it better, quicker, Erica, you're helping me with that, is that <laughs> it doesn't work. And we need to stop pretending that it does. It, it may be a no, vehicle for true. conversation. It may be a vehicle for you conversation, can say, but it's conversation you that y'all should be having anyway. You have to say it didn't work for me. You can't I'm say it doesn't it, it, work. Right. I'm saying that it's not a guarantee. For everybody. Work, That's right. Period. Yeah. It's not a guarantee. Nothing is a guarantee because dating for five years and going through the well, same thing. We're that you definitely all do not saying it's a guarantee on anything. I don't think well, anything in life is a guarantee. So there's no security then, what you're saying, in marriage because there's no guarantee there in marriage. Either. In marriage. <laughs> There is so, a security in so marriage. No, you know what? No, you know no, what? No. To your, to your, no, no, no. To your, point, to your point, in Georgia, it is a, a prerequisite that you have to have some sort of premarital counseling before oh, you get married in Georgia. Georgia also Georgia has one of the highest like divorce rates. The, the, exactly. Georgia always has one of the highest divorce rates in the country. Exactly. 
So, so if, if, if it's a, a, a mandate that y'all have premarital counseling, why is Georgia still high in, in divorce rates? It's because it's it doesn't What is the number matter. one reason why they divorce? It doesn't matter. Gator. Now that I don't know. I'm going to have to look at the topic. I'm going to have to uh, research okay. that a little bit. Yeah. Okay. You know, but, but, I'm but yeah. It doesn't so matter. Is, is, it, is, it, is it some of this uh, download stuff? You know. Okay. <laughs> Because of the city that I live in, I have to wonder about that. But <laughs> again. so again, here's a, here's a find out. Here's a comment for you, Javon. Ooh, this is good. Listen, listen, Gigi Burrell. Listen to everybody who agrees. Yeah, Gigi. <laughs> I love it. Let me help you all understand something. There is no such thing as security <laughs> in marriage because let's say you have a true commitment. The other person may not. Let's say you do have a true commitment and the other person falls short, even though they were committed to you 100%, but they have a weak moment and something happens and and um, their emotions take over or whatever the case may be. There is, you can have a true commitment. Both parties can, can be putting in the work and it's just not gonna work. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna be successful. And you're able to get out of it because there's no mm -hmm. true security in it. It's easy to come out of it because there's no true security in it. So that's all my point Shoot. is, is that it's easy to come out right. as that's easy as it is to get into it. It's not for, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's not easy to come out. I don't think you're gonna change our yeah. perspective on what we said. I mean, that's I'll your perspective. I'll continue your perspective at home that's your perspective. I'm just trying to help you. There's a million people who would disagree with you because getting out of a marriage has not been easy for many people. It's never people. easy. It's never easy. It's not it's an easy, easy process. It's, it's not, not easy. Sorry. Even, when both, even yeah. when both parties are in agreement, it's still yeah. not easy. Yeah. It's not. So do you blame somebody for taking a little while longer to make that type of investment decision? I'm not the type of person that's going to jump into a decision like that right. lightly, but I'm not going to wait all day either. Right. Well, I will yeah, say this. That's right. I, will, I will say this. If it's been 10 years since he ain't married you, you know, <laughs> but, now you, not real, not a real, not a real advice is coming out. But I mean, I've heard, I've, I've heard most men majority of men have said I know the woman that I want to yep. marry within six months of dating her I yep. know that she's my wife yep so all of you other ones who got who 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 slow that I don't, I don't know yeah. you are playing games that's what I'm saying you're playing games yeah hey you know what you know what some some most men will say that they gonna say, oh, you know, I knew in six months. How many of those guys were given like test samples to see what was going on? You know, like Javon said earlier. I mean, hey, a lot of times we know after that. He was just joking. He was joking, but in a way, he was being. It was it was real. We know after we have sex. <laughs> you know. We know but you if you don't break up with that person and you continue to be with that person physically, what is that saying then about you? Why are you with them if you already tried them out physically and then you continue to try them out physically every single day for five years? Like, what's the difference there? Exactly. Gator. Be, 
you could just be a hornball. <laughs> you know, you know, you might like just the physical. You might be but just I you enjoy the too. No, no, no. You might like the right. physical. That that may be aspects of the relationship that you like, but you're not the, the deal isn't closed yet. There's a lot of things like, in the relationship you still gotta really get to. You know, that's like saying, why did you continue to eat her food when she was cooking if the relationship wasn't going well? Why'd you continue to let her make the bed? Why'd you continue to let her fold the laundry? What does the sex have to do with the reason why you say if I don't like somebody, I'm not going to continue to go and, and on dates with them and let them spend money on me. I don't know who, I don't, I don't know any, Erica, would you do that? If you don't like the no. guy, are you going to continue to go on dates on him and let him spend his money on you? I Matter of fact, when I meet a guy for the first date, I would rather us meet somewhere like coffee or something because yeah. if I don't really yes. like you, I really don't want you to spend no money on me because I don't want to feel right. bad when yeah. I don't want to talk to you no more. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So do y'all really think not- that y'all are the norm <laughs> in that Eric and Keisha? Keisha, did you pay for well, our first let's, date? Ask, let's ask the audience to do a there. survey and find out then because that's a good point. That's y'all how are- we feel. I see a lot of guys complaining about women who want to get free meals. And I'm like, if I don't like you, I'm not even going to want to sit there and continue yeah. to eat you. <laughs> and and with I you. I'm not. Y'all. No, look, we're not dating really y'all. in the real world. Look, look, you saw my POS. <laughs> you saw exactly the type of issues that <laughs> some of these people that are coming across. It's like, wait a minute. You know what? Oh, you know, you can't take me out for a five course meal that I don't need to date you. Okay. Carol, right. and she paid her own bill. Yeah. I respect that. Go I respect for it. that. Now, let, let's find the other ones, and I can go through this phone right, right. now and pull out 20. <laughs> that are saying, oh, if you can't pay for my meal, then that means that I know that I can't be dating you because blah, blah, blah. There's, 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 there's going to be a side to both of them, but y'all got to be at, again, Kisa, you didn't pay for the first date. You didn't pay for your own meal. So let's not pretend like that's just a quality standard well, of relationship and dating. You sure didn't did. buy you me You got the wings. You got the wings. We went to the movies. You got the wings. No, I don't need chicken got. wings. Surprise, then. You got something. You okay, we went to the movies, and you had already bought the ticket by the time I had got there. So I didn't have a did chance to pay for anything money because back? you had already brought it. Did you I'm sorry? the money back after we went, though? Was you trying to accept it? My point is. Like, be honest. Was you trying to accept it? My well, my point is, is that we didn't get to a second full date because I wasn't gonna let somebody spend their money on me if I was if I wasn't interested in them in that Ooh, way. So I didn't allow you to keep spending money on me. We went on that date, we hung out at the Pluckers, and then that was it. Because I wasn't gonna allow you to keep spending money on me if I knew I was into you the same way. You get it? Well, we in the same date. You know what? We'll talk about this on Thursday at eight o'clock. Because what you're not gonna do is do revisionist history on our situation. That's what you get from trying to bring it up. You, you That's what you get. Come on, Erica's dope discussion show and rewrite history. That's what you're not gonna do. Thursday oh eight o'clock. God. Come to the Javon show and let's tell the real story. Um, that's not because we're not gonna do that here. This is Erica's show. I'm not. I'm not about to deal with you on this level right now. You just said tell your story. my blood pressure up. <laughs> <laughs> my blood pressure up. 
Go I'm take your sick. blood pressure pill and come on back here. <laughs> My Bro. God. Yes. What are we talking about? Yeah, I definitely got to tune into that because I believe revisionist history is real because I've had I've experienced that myself, so I know it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know? uh, no, you didn't. You I have had a ball today. Y'all have me. I love this on this awesome Easter Sunday. I have hung out with Kisa and Javon. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Right. And I, not like y'all I like to advertise money. our show at all, but y'all can still come and watch us on Thursday live. It's at Javon Show. <laughs> please, please tell live. the people how to. Yeah, tell the people how to find the show. I'm gonna be tuning in too. Oh yeah. At Relationship Hotspot on Facebook and Instagram. At Relationship Hotspot. Yes. So y'all have been listening to Dope Discussions Live mm-hmm. with Erica and Gator. And our special guest, Nakisa Green and the Javon Show. <laughs> Gigi said, get out your feelings, Javon. Gigi's coming for me. I'm about to come for her in a second. <laughs> Let her keep going. I, Gigi done made eight comments made about me. Keep coming for me, Gigi. <laughs> they all Let her tell her truth. <laughs> well, I thank y'all so much for joining us. It was such thank a you. fun time. It's such a pleasure. And anytime y'all want to come back, I would love to have y'all. Yes, definitely. Thank definitely. you so much for having us. Thank you, Thank Erica. You. Thank you, Gator. We appreciate you guys. All right. Y'all Bye. have a good one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>